Captain's Log, Episode 83. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. As we enter the fourth month of the uh, of the WGA strike, and oh, I guess we're going on to our third week of the SAG after strike. I'm not writing anything right here. I usually write something in solidarity with the with the uh, the writers. I'm not writing anything here, and uh, and and uh, you may even be seeing me on the picket line soon. Uh, I have not been there, but I have a lot of friends who are out there. So if you see anyone there. Show him your support, and at the very least, buy him a beer. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 83, Vive la Huck. With a beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Fresno, California, this is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, oh, it is I. The Beer Wonder. And we are... The Beer Avengers. Yeah, that, that was, uh, that was... That was that was that was it. That was the thing. Last time when we were in person, that was a little better. I will just I'm going to just throw that out there. I feel like the physical proximity uh, it does the acting exercise more effectively. I think it personal. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we are. In fact, it's great that we start every episode off showing like this is one of the limitations of doing it in multiple locations, <laughs> uh, and we also, embrace it. We love we it. We do. Also, is or was it a failing of all of our respective acting schools? Really, that's the other question here. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, it's uh, half a dozen of one and six or 25 of the other, however that expression goes. Welcome, everyone, all the Beer Avengers out there. We're back once again. Hope you enjoyed our live episode. Uh, and you're probably really, if you did, you're really appreciating the sound quality this time, I hope. Uh, it, I mean, you could hear we everything tried. we said. We tried was, last uh, time. <laughs> you know, it's just not a live episode without birds and air conditioners. No. Tells you that we were actually doing a thing as opposed to like pretending to do a thing. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, and Huck, welcome back. Uh, I know you're out of the country for a little while. Glad to have you back here. Thank you very much. Great to be back here with the Beer Avengers. There you go. That uh, sounded very sincere. Always, <laughs> very always sincere be- and not canned. I believe him. Oh, I, I believe him. I believe it's. Most- I believe the sentiment is true. I just didn't believe the line reading so well. But you know, well, again, failure. <laughs> I, of I know it's in your heart, and that's fine. <laughs> Gosh, all of our acting Thank teachers you. are going to be so mad at us. Uh, you know, this is getting a little tense here. I think uh, I think okay. it's uh, clearly time uh, that that we we relax a little bit and uh, oh. and ease into the pores. What do you say, Beer Wonder? 
Wow. Just, yeah. Just gently ease in. Is that what you're saying? Gently ease in. And since, uh, you know, since, since he was gone last week, uh, and, uh, it, it's almost like he's the re- conquering returning hero. I, That's true. I think maybe it will be the most polite thing if Huck would go first. It would be so, so polite because Huck, we missed you last week. Oh, that's we very did. sweet. Well, I enjoyed the podcast you did last Thank week. You. It was a lot of fun Thank to you. see you uh, uh, pounding the draft beers and enjoying the oh. charcuterie and uh, pretzel. I was thinking one of the best pretzels I ever had was pony at Pony Bar. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, they have that's a great, a bar. Pretzel. great pretzels. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, I been, keep trying to get new breweries and it's I getting know. harder now because- oh, boy. There's, there, there, I'm running out. I'm running out. I did get a new one though. This is Ghost okay. Town. Ooh. Ghost Town Brewing, Spooky. and it'll be great for the Instagram, uh, yeah, story because that's a great song by the Specials, and it's called Geister Faust. Geister Faust. Faust. It is a uh, a Pilsner. German words are so much fun. I know. Gesundheit. The Pilsner beer, and so, ooh, uh, Pilsy Pilsy. That was a good up. crack too. I just want to be really clear. That was an excellent crack. I'm gonna do. Uh, this is a right-handed pour situation, but yeah, I believe in it. you. Oh, uh, see, it just takes confidence. And I hate honestly, to do it over my computer like this, but I know. But this beer is quite confident too. It's confident head. I'll say that much. Oh my goodness! Yeah, see, that was yes, a- that, that's what yeah. someone said. Uh, mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, pretty. It's very nice, and it's in your uh, Lazy Dog Beer Club. Uh, yeah, matching glass. colors. I know it's coordinated. Mm-hmm. Right on. I like that the skulls are pink. I feel like it adds a little something. Yeah. You know? Right now. Well, what about y'all? Uh, there's something special to share with us this week? Jeez, uh, I don't know. Which which one of us should go first, Beer Wonder? I mean, I well, here's the thing. I, I've, already, I've already questioned our acting teachers today, so maybe I should take my penance and go last. Why don't you go first? All right, sure. Well, this is one uh, that uh, it's uh, one I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Uh, it, uh, it is a... Sponsored pour. That's right. It's what? a sponsored pour. Uh, actually, not from one of this week's sponsors, but from Ooh. sponsors, a couple of shows we had before, The Pony Bar. Uh, okay. Didn't, like didn't get a chance to get to any of their beers in the episodes that uh, they sponsored, but I had this one. Uh, this is really, you know, very typical to me. Uh, it's from Vitamin C Brewing. It is a mm. uh, 4.2% hazy IPA Ooh. called Ramble and Rome. So, Ramblin' uh, Ramblin'. Oh, vitamin C out of uh, Weymouth, Massachusetts, I believe. I, uh, I will take your Weymouth. word on that one. I think it's probably I actually it. saw one today. I was out beer shopping. I found a vitamin C beer. And since it's a pony beer, let's do a pony glass right here. Oh, that's oh, yeah. oh an historic pony glass. That one yes. definitely came to us through fully non-questionable means. 100%. No, definitely. They gave it to us. They gave it to us. Or so I can't remember what it was. Now, this was right near the end of uh, yeah. when the original place shut down. Oh, uh, we wound up taking this. Yeah, so this is definitely, I, just in case anyone thought you were being sarcastic, we actually did get this legitimately. Yeah, we did uh, get these. We, we, did get our, most, we did get our pony glasses legitimately for sure. Sure, there sure. we go. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful though. It's very hazy, definitely. Good head. Yeah. Fluffy head on that beer. They are known for their hazy beers there. Mm-hmm. Vitamin C. Yeah. All right. Well, what you got, beer under? Well, okay. So Meetups. It's gonna shock everyone. So get ready. Because today I will be drinking a sponsored pour. Another yeah. sponsored pour, but this one is from a different sponsor, isn't it? Yes, it would be from our friends at the Beer and Cheese Collective at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard. Nicely done. I see, see? you now. It all takes is little practice. It does. And, it and, just and, 
Right. And that little sense memory of having been in the space last week. Exactly. Well, yeah, it really, again, our, our acting teachers will be proud of us, but Completely. Um, I also, this is, this is an exciting moment. Okay. Oh, yeah? It's an exciting moment in, in the beer cast because today the beer wonder will be drinking the highest ABV beer that he has ever drunk on the beer cast. Now, some of you wow. may remember the ill-fated episode we called the barley wine episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that was a well-fated episode. I well, think we, yeah. We all make we need another one before we're done. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and if, if you recall, I had I think the lowest ABV on that one, if I recall correctly. I think I was only a- that's possible. I'd have I to look it. in the archives. Yeah, it was pretty low. But uh, our lovely sponsor has given us a beer from Toul, which is a or Toul, I think is how it's pronounced. It is a Danish brewery. Um, it is called Director's Cut. It comes in a bottle. Mm. It's very exciting. And it is defined as a long-time boiled imperial pale ale. Oh, long-time boiled. I know, long-time boiled. And that boiling has done some work on it because this beer is arriving to me at a casual 17% ABV. Excuse me? Wow. Holy smokes. I know. I know. So I'm just saying it's going to get weird up in here. So let's all just emotionally prepare. Hey, we're ready for that. Take a look at this beauty. Yes. Okay. Now, I know the captain recently had it 17 just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Did I? Uh, that sounds possible. That sounds plausible. Yeah, but I think sure. our highest is 17 when you had the uh, scaphism on the show for the, from Nightmare. That Brown. may be right. Yeah. All right. Ooh, this, I can already smell the alcohol on this one. Just popping it. right out of the bottle. So let's do this thing. <laughs> the provider has provided. And let's see yeah. what we've got here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Provider challenging nice dark you here. There, yeah. Yeah. It looks like and they a call it a pale ale. <laughs> I know it's it's a, it, a long time boiled imperial pale ale. All right, so, all right. That's interesting. So long boil brings out more of the sugars or raises the gravity, I suppose. Oh, time to drink. Okay. All so. right. Very nice. All right. Cheers, beer avengers. Cheers. Santé. Mmm. Mmm. Very refreshing. Crisp. Mmm. Mm, yeah, I like it. it's got a nice crispiness to it. It's a wow. It's a nice. Uh, we gotta get the, we gotta give the beer wonder a chance to react over here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk well, about the pills a little bit. Uh, yeah. Nice light, <laughs> easy drinking beer. Even though it is it is a higher percentage, five point six, I believe. Yeah, so they got a okay. little. It's got a little oomph to it for a pilsner, um, but real smooth, easy drinking. Not too sweet. Not, it's got a nice sharpness, nice bitter finish. I mean, it hit, hits all the buttons. I got a four pack of this too for twelve bucks, no, no less. Wow! Oh, that's great. And uh, we'll talk about later about what Geister Faust means, but uh, yeah, Ghost Town, uh, out of Oakland, Oakland, California. Oh. Well, I, 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 I sort of, uh, I, I, I sort of uh, when I downplayed uh, the significance of mine, uh, the way uh, sort of went the exact opposite tack of Beer Wonder. But since I knew. I had a feeling he was going to be having this beer on. I decided to have, to really flip things around and have what is probably the lowest ABV beer I've ever had on the show. And so this is a 4.2%. And it's, uh, it's very, very refreshing. Uh, I really can taste those Citra hops there, but it's, uh, it, it probably won't be terribly. Fortunately, it's a big, big can. Uh, so that'll slow me down a little bit, but I have a feeling it won't be long before my second pour because this is just, this goes down really easy, uh, which is their intention when they put on here, Ramble in Rome, easy drinking beer. 
says it right there on the can, and and they're delivering. And uh, are, are you are you having a, uh, are you hyperventilating there, Beer Wonder? Huh? What's going it's on? A, it's a fully emotional moment here. This beer yeah. is really good. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, is really I'm glad that was what it was. Beer. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. It's it's wow. su- it's it's really surprising. So I do want to be clear. I actually so the director's cut is the series that they've done. The beer is called, I believe, Reparation. Bahar or Bayer. It's it's very long and very Danish. Um, but I did do some sort of reading about this beer before. So the Please. whole director's cut series is about enjoying smaller parts of movies on a bigger scale. Uh, the part that was too short in the movie and that you didn't really have time to sort of embrace. Uh, and I feel like this is taking like a small theme and enlarging it in a really intense way because this does not taste like an IPA to me. This tastes like I'm drinking wine. It tastes like, like wine. A- it not like, like barley wine? No, it tastes like it does. Well, it's got a little plumminess to it, but not intense plummy. But it's it's not like what I'd expect an IPA to, to have. Um, what they're doing in order to keep all this going is they actually have to uh, add yeast multiple times during the fermentation to get the high ABV. But the final yeast that they add is a champagne yeast, uh-huh. which I imagine is what's giving that like whiny feel. And what's, makes sense. Ki- what's kind of amazing is that it's very dry. And surprisingly sweet, and you do not taste the alcohol at all. You smell it, but you don't taste it. And, and I we will see it coursing through you over the next. Mildly hour. concerned about what is going to happen in our time together this evening. <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean, I think that I think we've raised the stakes right there. But this is a really, really good beer, and it's going to be a little dangerous. I mean, it, the good news is it does have that whiny character, so it is going to slow me down a little bit. It's not going to knock back, but. Oh, it's really nice. I could That's great. Drink, I could drink at least one and maybe a half of these. What a fun, what a fun beer. Yeah, Toll. They they do a lot of interesting beers like that. They do yeah. lot, I feel like they do a lot of marshmallow stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely has that character. They've got a whole bunch of different series. They've got da- a one called Dangerously Close to Stupid, and they put different fruits in that. <laughs> so there's Dangerously Close, Dangerously Close to Stupid about some apricot or guava or mango, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, they have a Dejuicy IPA, which I think is funny. Uh, and then they have a whole series called Fuck Art. And then they add something after that. So fuck art, let's dance. Fuck art, ah. the heathens are coming. Fuck art, this is advertising. All sorts Interesting of fun stuff. Interesting brewery. So yeah, cool stuff. I guess we have to go to Denmark. Your Avengers trip to Denmark. Oh, I, I, yeah, I yeah. I thought about. Aren't they yeah, the happy? No, oh, is it the Finns that are the happiest people on earth? I think it's the Finns, right? Yeah. Okay. I bet the Danes are somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean uh, Scandinavia is a pretty cheery place in general. Uh, anyone who's ever read Strindberg knows that. Very Post, cheery. Post-trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you, 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 unless you're in such a cheery place, you don't come up with a play called Dance of Death and then write a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to oh, dance Lord. on death twice. Well, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You multiple uh, times. Speaking of, of, of like European happiness, um, Huck was enjoying some European happiness over the last couple of weeks. So I want to find out how, how was your trip? Uh... You know, it was great. It was great. I'd never been to Paris. We went for a week and uh, we were on a tour. So we kind of just, we saw all the things you're supposed to see. Uh, it was a very touristy trip. Okay. Not very well curated. It was actually, it was, it was, uh, it was well curated. I went to see Versailles Palace mm. and uh, I think uh, Captain. You Have you both been to Paris? I have, yeah. It's, uh, don't they call it the palace or the in French they call it the chateau? 
Chateau de Versailles. Chateau de Versailles. Chateau de Versailles. I think they do call it the well palace. Anyway, it was it's it's pretty impressive. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Didn't really witness any of the uh, unrest. Oh right, because there were protests. It's a big place, you know. It's just it's just, and uh, it's in a lot of ways it reminded me of New York. Hmm. Um, in that it's there's a lot of traffic and there's a lot of people, (laughs) but we have I mean there's nothing in New York like the Louvre. Oh, sure. That's true. This thing is like, it's massive. It's just massive. But what we did was we said, well, we're going to, we're going to follow the, we had a little, uh, said, I heard here to how to follow the masterpieces. So we go and we saw Mm. first one, we found the Venus de Milo. Oh yeah. Right. I I think I saw that. Yeah. And then we saw winged victory, which is uh, the headless thing. Oh, I forgot about this. (laughs) I was with my mother-in-law and she's having trouble getting around. So she's using a cane and using things to walk, uh, walk with. And we're, we're right under the winged victory. And all of a sudden, one of the, the, uh, the people watching the winged victory, they're very lazy guards. They're, ye- they're yelling from the corner in French. Oh. And I really, I'm not, and everyone is looking over to like the corner of the room where they seem to be yelling towards because the guy was cross-eyed, right? Oh. And but he had any glasses on, so you couldn't really tell where he was looking. But it looked like he was looking in this general direction. And I'm looking like, what is he yelling at? I'm like, is there a kid climbing on the wing victory or what is it? And I realize as we're standing there that it's Jennifer. And she's got her hand on the uh, the stone uh, <gasps> ah. that's holding the statue up because she's using it to help herself. They're oh, yelling no. at her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, caused, she caused an international incident. Although I think we recovered pretty well, but I did learn to speak uh, French. Um, oh, congratulations! In a in a month, uh, not really. I didn't really learn to speak French, but I got I did do fairly well. Uh, it did come in handy. Because uh, people say, oh, oh they, everybody speaks English, which is generally, you know, pretty true. Or one of the hotel yeah. and a lot of restaurants will. Yeah. But not everybody. Not everybody. Valid. And so it did come in handy a few times to be able to, to uh, converse. I was conversing. Like, the thing is, I sound good, you know. My, my acting oh, yeah. skills. <laughs> Shout out to my the National Shakespeare Conservatory. Uh, that I can do accents and voices. So it was like. When I speak, it sounds like, oh, this guy speaks French, <laughs> even though I don't. <laughs> I really don't. So the answers come back at me, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but honestly, I think now that I, I know it, it's actually, I think it's even closer to our language than uh, than Spanish is, uh, and even easier to understand. The problem is that the accent is so different, mm. and the, the way you pronounce the words is so different. But if you look at them on paper... I mean, there's so many similarities. It's, uh, and mm, if you yeah. know another Romance language, like I know Spanish fairly well, and sure, so uh, that definitely helped me to uh, to develop that. But it was cool. Uh, and then we we oh, then we got to see the Mona Lisa, right? So we're gonna see the Wing Victory. We oh, go yeah. see the Mona, the Mona Lisa. And it, if you go in the room, it's it's like it's ridiculous. There's there's a rope that you have to go around like you're back in the airport now. And you it's a giant room too, isn't it? It's a giant room. There's other paintings in the room yeah. to look at. I didn't but see everyone's them. got to see the Mona Lisa. It's not large. Yeah. Um, I love Da Vinci. Have, but is it it's still like, behind bulletproof glass? Like, is it still like you're far away from her? Well, I think I think you are a little far. Okay. But what happened was we're in the line. We're, we're winding through the line and it's moving. It's fine. And you see people up front. Everybody's going to take pictures now. 
Everybody's right. got to get their picture. You know, I take some pictures, sure. But it's like, there are pictures of this on the internet. It doesn't, you know, it's not that mm-hmm. important. Um, but I think they should just disallow it and then, you know, it would be a much more pleasant experience. That's just the old man talking. But uh, we get up near the front and the, one of the guards sees Jennifer. And this is after the day. I didn't tell you that she fell. So she's got oh. this big black She's got this big black eye. She's fine. She had no internal bleeding, no breaks. But she got her whole side of her face got uh, fucked up. And oh, no. so uh, she's walking with the cane. She's got a mask on and she's got this black eye, you know, so, so she looks the part of somebody that needs help. And so the guy's like, oh, 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 please, madame, this way. And oh. they're like looking at breaking an eye. Oh, you're with her? Just come, the whole family come. And they brought us up to where the security people are. Oh, wow. Which is about, I mean, about like seven feet in front of the people that are allowed to get as close Wow. So it's like, let's say, let's say it's 10 feet. You can get 10 feet from it. So we were more like four feet. From okay. It. Wow. That's yeah. Pretty and amazing, the three man. of us are just standing there looking at it. And all the people behind us are like, excuse me, could you move your head? <laughs> we're like, no, no, they told us to stand here. So you that was a nice all, little, uh, nice little moment. All up in Mona's business. Yeah. And so, so given that, that, that really close uh, view of it, uh, what'd you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what are fine. your thoughts? It's <laughs> like 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 I, mean, a I saw so 10. many other things in that museum and the, and at the Dorsey and and mm-hmm. elsewhere that I just yeah. was blown away by. Right, and you know it, the Mona Lisa wasn't one of those things. I thought it was. It's a nice painting. Yeah, you're you're flashing me back to about uh, oh back in 2007, I think it was. I, I went there. Uh, also, I, your story about like your your French. Your limited French being too good that it fools people and then you get right. screwed. I think that was like the first thing that happened to me there. Uh, yeah. Because oh, I was actually flying. I was flying to Amsterdam first, but there was a crossover uh, at the at, at the Paris airport. We had just had to do an extra little leg from there, a little layover there. But I think we had to go through security again. And when I was telling security, I, I can't even remember what I said, but whatever it is, it sounded so convincing. The the security person just started like talking to me quickly in French. I'm like, I, I, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Uh, but uh, the Louvre thing. Je ne pas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see. I, if I'd known that, if I'd even known that much, I would have been able to have been better off. Je ne comprends pas. Uh, but I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you see that <laughs> that's your favorite joke, isn't it? Beer wonder. It, it, well, look, if we're doing multiple languages, I got to get something in here and I have none. So I could do Latin, but that's not going to help anybody. Yeah. Else. Yeah. It'll help you, though, to learn other languages. Well, that's true. I did. I did fake my way through Europe with Latin. Anyway, continue. Catherine. So, yeah. So so I wound up. Uh, they, they had this sort of English language tour of the Louvre. Uh, Louvre. Uh, and uh, and it's not, of course, it's not a tour. It's more of just like, here are some highlights. And we hit all the same highlights that you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. as well as a few others. I think we saw the raft of the Medusa as well. But the interesting thing about uh, about the, the Mona Lisa was their guide was not allowed to talk to us in the room. Oh. Where the Mona Lisa was. Huh. She said, you could go in and, and look, mm-hmm. and then we'll come out and we'll stand in this hallway and I'll tell you more about it. Right, uh, so right. we went in and saw it. I didn't get anywhere near as close as you. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, I, I wasn't blown away by it either. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't like, okay, no. yeah, there it is. That's, that's what it's supposed to look like. And so she was telling us this whole story about how they just recently renovated some things as far as the place that she was. Uh, and, and this is, she's speaking good English, but somewhat halting because she wants to make sure she gets the right words out. 
and uh, and so she's telling us about how and uh, and this was uh, this was recently renovated because of a, a, a donation we got from the, the Japanese uh, because the Japanese people are crazy about Mona Lisa. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so I just I god. love the fact that there was just that pause where it sounds like she's just saying they're crazy about Mona Lisa. <laughs> they're crazy, and they also like Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> no, she. The funny thing, she was being completely sincere, wasn't trying to say that, but it was right. just like it was like, oh, there's more to that sentence. Cool. Right on. Very yeah, cool. There was when- there was a couple of paintings you saw, like the uh, that I was blown away by the. Uh, the, the, the crowning of Napoleon or Napoleon crowns himself. You know, yes, I remember that one too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He takes the, he takes the crown away from the Pope and tells the Pope to sit down. So that's the picture is like right after he oh. tells the Pope to sit down and it's yeah. massive. It like, it takes up, it's a, it's a huge painting. It reminds me of Norman Rockwell. It's a guy named uh, David French painter. And uh, uh, he also did like Marat Saad, I think, you know, the, uh, in the, right. in the bathtub. Uh, but this painting, I just, I just couldn't take my eyes off it. It was just so compelling. Like each, and there's all these clergy members behind the Pope, and each one of them has a different expression in their face. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like or like, like this isn't going to work out. Or, but, but not like, oh, you know, they're not doing oh. any of that. It's just you can see behind their eyes what they're thinking. It's just amazing painting. And the other one that I saw was at the Dorsey, which is Van Gogh, which I, I, I love Van Gogh, and I have it here because uh, I, I bought the. Uh, the cleaning cloth. I didn't even the, know this the existed. The glasses wipey. Oh, that the one where it's oh, it, wow. it's the reflections of light in the Seine, isn't it? And it's the stars and also it's the starry, light. starry night over yeah. the something bridge. Right. Yes. And this is. I didn't know this classic. existed because the starry, starry night. It's not starry, starry. It's just one. Right. Star. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the the starry night is in New York, and I'm like, right. Oh, I've seen that at the MoMA in New York, and then this one I didn't even know existed, and it. I mean, it lives up to the hype, but it was like again, like everyone had to get their picture with it. They had to do a selfie right. with it. It was just like, yeah, and I was I, actually I, out loud. I said, I'm standing in the crowd. I'm like, folks, we can get the picture of this online. You could just Google it and see the picture. You don't, you don't need to do all this. Yeah. I, I never fully understood the whole, like, I need to take a picture of the art that I'm seeing thing. I understand. Like, I would like to take a selfie with the art. Yeah. So like, if, if it's like me with the Mona Lisa, like I right. can get that for, cause like that's social media cloud, but like, Oh, I just need my own picture of Mona. It's, it's like, mostly what it is. People taking selfies. I know. But the, uh, I, I get it. Like I, I would take a picture of something. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to remember that I was here and what I saw oh. and I could tell somebody about it. That's like, that's like my video diary really is, yeah. is taking photos on my phone now so I can well, remember. Sorry, historically, but what you would do in, in museums before everyone had a phone in their pocket was you'd buy postcards. Mm-hmm. And I still have from like my early going museum going days, I still have like stacks of postcards where I was like, I liked this picture. I'm going to buy a small version of it. So I have it. Right. You yeah. know, and they're like 95 cents. So, you know, I mean, today they're 95 cents. I think they were like 25 cents back when, or 10 cents when I was buying them. But, you know. That's the old school way. That's for the kids, first the dinosaurs. Kids today. Kids but it's today nice that the kids are the so interested selfies. in the art. That's true. good. I'll, I'll take the kids being interested in the museums and the art. I'm sorry, Captain. You. Yeah, have, I just you wanted have... to talk about that Napoleon painting because I remember seeing oh, yeah. that one also. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I heard her right because the way I remember it being described to me was more specifically that the Pope refused to crown Napoleon. Ah, okay, and so that's why he, he's like, well, fuck you. I'm crowning myself. 
And that's, uh, that's why that way. But the, the moment of defiance you're talking about was absolutely right. But it wasn't. The, yeah. From I what I heard you. was the Pope didn't respect or whatever. So the Pope. OK, if Pope's not going to crown me, I'm 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 Emperor Napoleon the first. I'm going to crown myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. either way. That's, that the, it makes more sense. Yeah. I like that. And either way, the painting is successful because you both interpreted it the correct emotion that was coming from the painting. Yeah. Well, like oh, I yeah. said, and this also our, our guide might've explained it to us that way too. So mm-hmm. I, I had that extra layer as well. Oh, and on the captain note, I was in the, uh, the Musée d'Orsay, the, the yeah. Orsay Museum. And uh, they have a lot of impressionists, a lot of Monet's and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's where the Van Gogh was. But they right. also had uh, this big statue gallery, this sculpture gallery, really a lot of interesting stuff. And they had this Statue of Liberty, right? Yeah, I, mean, I can see it from a distance, and I'm like, "This better be, uh, 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 what's his name? The guy Bartoldi. Bartoldi. Yeah. I said this better be Bartoldi because, like, yeah. why else would you do a Statue of Liberty? I go down, yeah. to look at it. It was indeed his. Uh, uh, it was like a, a, a brass or, or a, a, a bronze statue, uh, which was the model for the. Uh, for the eventual statue at, at uh, Liberty. Oh, yes. it, it was the it, model itself. It was a version of that he did. It was before. okay because he. Yeah. Because the, the the one that I saw was the one that he did was in a different museum. But what I I heard happened since I was there, because uh, there was another copy of it in the Luxembourg Gardens. Oh yes, and, we know that. Uh, and and I, what I heard was that the Musée de d'Orsay restored that one because it was getting into bad shape. So there oh, was their project. The they one. restored it. And, and in doing so, they still put one, put it back in the garden when it was done being restored, but then they also made a replica of it for themselves. But uh, interesting. I think this may, was... that may be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, there's a bunch of her floating around. There's one of yeah, them. I think there's more than so. one. Right. Because, because they were right. If, if I remember captain, they were selling them uh, as, as like, you could get little miniature ones. If you, donated enough money yeah but not anywhere that big uh this was more like a 10 10 foot excuse me 10 foot tall one of it okay i have it here liberté uh we know her 89 bronze yep Uh, a gift from the french people to the american people the 100th anniversary of the american independence colossal blah 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 uh classic iconography this doesn't the smaller this smaller copy was acquired by the French state during the artist's lifetime in September 1900 for the Musée de Luxembourg in Paris. Okay, the statue was exhibited there until 1906, when, at the request of the sculptor's widow, it was placed in the Luxembourg Gardens. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's where I saw for, it. That's the one. Right. Yeah, it, it remained yeah. there for over a century before being transferred to the Musée, uh, which is I the mean, natural look. successor to the Musée de Luxembourg. See, okay. she she's 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 been through some things. She's ready for retirement. She's going to go and live in a nice train station. I feel like that's appropriate. Yeah, and that yeah. one that one is that one is since I was there. But when I was at Musée d'Orsay, there was also a copy of another very early Bartholdi, mm. uh, which was a Good Samaritan thing that he did. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Y'all, when I went to the Louvre, the the t- I went once when I was in college. Saw. Mona Lisa was also unimpressed. The second time I went to Paris, I actually specifically took a tour where when I met the tour, it was like the hidden treasures of the Louvre or whatever. And I met the tour guide and she was literally shaking. It was just me and one of my friends. um, And she was like, I just need you to know we're not going to see the Mona Lisa today. And both of us were like, yeah, we don't want to see her. And she was like, oh my God, thank you. 
So we literally <laughs> hidden treasures. Yeah, and we literally went and saw this whole other wing that like I did not know existed, and we saw all this cool stuff. We saw one that was from a. It was like a either he was a Russian or uh, I forget where he was from, but basically he he wanted a wife, and so he sent people, he sent artists out to go and like find women and paint pictures of them very quickly, and then bring them back on little tablets, and then he would basically do it Tinder style, where they like show a picture to be like yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. And so they had like 12 of them on the wall. And so we literally sat there and were like, nah, not so much. Yeah, that one. Definitely. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, best part of the thing. I loved every second of that. And yeah. The Louvre is so large. They have a gallery of frames. And we, we came upon this gallery. And I said, is this a joke? You know, because it was like all empty frames. frames. <laughs> it was like, no, no, no. This is the exhibit. Are they talking about of like frames. the different styles of frames? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the frilly ones and the ones that are a little bit more flat and the ones that have like the exactly. bevel Oh my God. Well, we were on our way to the, to find the, the one, um, uh, Vermeer. Those are big Vermeer oh. fans. And we mm. did find it. It's the astronomer. It was very cool. Another very small painting. And I'm like, and what was funny, like everybody's gathered on the Mona Lisa. When we got to the astronomer, I was like, uh, uh, and I got to stand like right, you know, right in front of it. Yeah. Oh, cool. No one's around. And like people are coming in the room. I'm like, come here, come here. Got the Vermeer here. <laughs> you know, it was funny. Like, uh, uh, it's all, well, it's all, it's all uh, about the hype. Kind of like well, vitamin C brewing. Yeah. They I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good beer though. I uh, this 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 good mm-hmm. beer is really good. Uh, yeah. It's I, a favorite I, of the brother-in-law. Oh, the, uh, does he have, does he, I can't remember. Does the brother-in-law have a, have a, did you get, have you given him a beer venture name? Cause I feel like you've talked about this guy before and, and I think he's just a brother-in-law. Oh, okay. All right. It's all, uh, that feels some like some sort of haze. Yeah. Some haze sort bro. Of trans, transferred, uh, <laughs> the haze bro. Angelino to haze the Cape. Bro. Haze bro. He's the, he's the haze bro. Yeah, for sure. There you go. He's still on it. I mean, he'll, he'll, he, and he loves it because we have Treehouse on the Cape now. So he just gets so much of that. But he likes vitamin C and, uh, you know, Trillium. Oh, actually, I found some Trillium today. Uh, oh, at the, at the Maroa Shell. Yeah. And I do mean the gas station. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I went in there looking for, I, lo- I went, actually went in there looking for, uh, some anchor, some anchor steam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I di- and I did not find any. There were, they, they didn't have any anchor there. I guess everyone's uh, uh, everyone's hoarding it at this point since uh, it, uh, it's not going to be around for much longer. I know. Well, just in case, in case our our listeners don't know, Anchor uh, one of probably I, I'm going to say the first American craft beer. Are yeah. we going to do we can claim that? I I, I I think they're I think they can claim that title. I, I mean, yeah. there might there might be a few other people that uh, are are pushing for that crown, but I uh, I think they deserve it. Yeah. Well, they are shutting down after. Quite, I mean, inventing the California Common, the American Steam Beer, you know, like sort of these like I, the, the things that started American craft beer, they are on the way out, which is a sad story of corporate consolidation. Right, because yes, really uh, is. they're owned by Sapporo right now, aren't they? The they same are, yes. right. Yeah, exactly. And a, and a, a not quite controlling share, but enough that they have further distribution outside of the United States in our friends at Brooklyn. Right. Now, they have existed since 1896. I know. But. It's over 100 years. <laughs> I just threw off his headphones. I know, he's I upset. He, he's very upset. He's very upset. Um, but the I know that's not continuous. No, they've had some on and offs. Yeah. 
because they were revived, but early, I mean, as far as craft beer, they were revived in the sixties. Right. Um, and by the Maytag corporation. Mm-hmm. And so from then that's really does make them one of the first craft beers. Cause from the 1960s, even though they say 1896, I think the problem that I've noticed with anchor, cause I have had a steam beer of late. Yeah. Um, well, and then the not right just, we're just very pedestrian yeah. in the beers they were selling. Their Christmas sale was always like a perennial mm-hmm. um, beer that people would get coming with those, one of those uh, 750 milliliter bottles, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think for a lot of people that was sort of a transitional beer as they were thinking about things that had a little bit more flavor that were more crafty, like that Christmas ale is something I've heard so, not on our beer cast, but people who are maybe slightly more advanced in um, experience than I am, um, who are more West Coasty based, talk about that as being a beer that introduced them to a more refined or more interesting flavor profile in their beers. That Christmas ale being like a, a notable thing for them. Yeah, I remember that a couple months ago, I think they just announced that they were just going to be scaling, way, way scaling back distribution. Yeah. And and it, even then they were saying, and we're not going to make the Christmas beer anymore. I was like, okay, yeah. so that was... That was well, I mean, I'm sure you could mass produce the steam ale. I mean, I'm sure that, and, and and I wouldn't be surprised if someone decides to pick up the brand because it is. I think iconic. they are going to probably keep making beer, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Somebody's going to make it. The the but last they have rumor, shut down the brewery right now. The last rumor I heard was that Narragansett was was negotiating to try and oh. uh, to take mm-hmm. over that brand. Okay, uh, that makes sense. So we'll see. I mean, I'm glad to hear that the brand will be revived. I'm just sad that that brewery will no longer exist formally. Yeah. Well, I remember the Anchor Steam was my go-to beer when I would go to Odessa on Avenue A. Oh, look at that. Um, uh, Penny, my friend Penny, was a bartender there, and we would have... Oh, yeah. It was like I think I went, I think I went there with nights, you a couple of times. Think, yeah. And it was just like, it just was a clubhouse because no one else came in, so it was just us. And Penny <laughs> used to just... I don't, she used to give us quite, quite the good bargain. On, on I recall, tracks. yeah. Yeah, that was, and, that was like right uh, around the corner from uh, from from under St. Mark's, right? Yeah, and Odessa had two rooms. One was the diner. Oh, sure. You know, which was like a typical New York sort of diner. And then the other side was a bar. And they both had the same kitchen and everything, but no one went into the bar. It was just one of these bars that people didn't go into. Although I guess they went on Saturday nights and stuff, but on a Monday night, there wasn't many people. So we used to go in there and I'd get, I'd say, give me the steam, hit me with that steam. And it was always reliable. And that little funny bottle, funny Mm -hmm. shaped bottle. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Classic. Kind of squat. But we had, yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a, a a steam in one of our, uh, I think I had one in uh, one of our beer boxes. Oh Yeah. Oh, or really? maybe maybe it was uh, it was part of uh, I definitely had an anchor steam in a in a, in a beer box. Might have been one of the podcasts. Maybe. Anyway, steam beer is a, is an yeah. important beer because it is an American original style. One of our only. And well, uh, I guess the IPA technically, right? One thing that might come out of this, I hope, is that they give up that they, they they've copywritten this name, the term steam beers. So that's why it's called the California Common. Right, right. It really should be called a steam beer, but they copyrighted it. So if somebody makes a steam beer, they have to call it a California Common. Got and it. it's essentially a, a lager that's brewed as an ale. Uh, yep. I think it's brewed quickly. Well, right. And, and they say had... the name steam comes from the steam that billed into the San Francisco sky as freshly made brews cooled on brewery rooftops. Right. 
that was their whole thing was that they were using their rooftop area as as a, a way to cool things down but uh, yeah the, the first beer i ever brewed um with uh uh at keg and lantern uh was a california common and it was the first time they'd ever made a california common and it was a surprisingly easy beer to make because it doesn't require a ton of hops and it happens so fast like we had it in less than a week can I tell you oh, a funny okay. story for me about uh, about Anchor? Uh, mm-hmm. Is I just I just now decided uh, to look on Untapped and see have I did I ever record any of those? And yeah. I it's exactly one time. Uh, now you recall oh. that very recently the Beer and Cheese Collective, formerly known as the Story of Beer and Cheese, Correct. Mars, uh, just celebrated their ninth anniversary. Oh, well, I'm discovering here that on June 18th, 2014, I had an Anchor Porter. Oh wow! At a Story hmm. of Beer and Cheese, Mars. So, so there it is. So it all all comes. Yeah, full that's still there. one of their their flagship beers. Game four stars. Well, yeah, it was when they ended. Yeah. yeah. Well, while while we're grieving over some losses, um, since we are of theater folk, I do want to grieve another loss, um, oh and that is the Metropolitan Playhouse, hmm. which was I, a theater in the East Village that was a long time sort of like indie theater staple of over twenty two years has chosen to close their doors. Oh, that's a shame. Yep. I don't. I don't know that I ever saw anything there. Did you? Yep, they do. Where, what's the address there? Where, where uh, are they it's at? right between avenues A and B. I think fourth. Um, but it is like uh, Alex Rowe was their artistic director, and it was a place that did like old school American classics. And by like old school American classics, I mean like Revolutionary Era or right, right. after the revolution. Um, and so, but they also did a whole series of uh, like supporting artists in the area that did what they called the East Village Chronicles, where they would have local artists write short plays about the East Village. Um, it was one of the very first places I ever performed as an actor in New York City. And oh, okay. uh, oh, cool. yes. it was sort of, uh, unfortunately, sort of, we got the news that Alex is, is choosing to close down the space because of reasons that were not being put out in the public, but I can only imagine that the rent is too goddamn high. Yeah, probably. I have, yeah. Been, I have been to this space, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know Cider I, Girl has directed one or two things there. She so. directed things there, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice okay. little oh, black box. Oh, it looks familiar, yeah. 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 It's a cute little black box. It's right next to the Connolly in Gotham here. But um, but yeah, they have just announced that they are closing. And uh, so pour one out. Uh, I spent an all, a lot of nights uh, seeing theater there and then going across the street to, uh, I believe it was called Dorian Gray, and then drinking away the either celebration of good artistic output or drowning my sorrows because you know sometimes you see things in the off off offs where you're like oh oh okay no this isn't this is what i was thinking of oh no actually it is they have a black box and they have a bigger space too right yep. like more of a regular uh, they do yeah they've got two two stage. areas yep they got yeah, upstairs and downstairs. i have been well, there a few times well, uh, well, Beer Wonder, I'm going to take your advice as far as pouring one out, but I'm just going to pour one in uh, Good. because, you, uh, you know, as I mentioned, that that oh, that vitamin C beer really. was very, uh, very crushable, uh, very, and it's quaffable. it's empty, quaffable, and uh, and I'm I'm getting thirsty now, so uh, oh, no. I am going to have this is a I, I don't we all, don't always do this for a second pour, but I have a sponsored pour. No this right. fucking way. I do. It's a sponsored pour from the Beer and Cheese Collective, 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard. Uh, and this is from OEC Brewing, which uh, oh, let me see oh, if I have this them. right. We've had them before. Uh, it, I believe Wack. that is that stands for Ordinum Eccentrici Coctoris. Oh yes, we Speaking like that. Latin. 
weirdos. I was waiting for a gazoontite there, but okay, that's fine. No, look, uh, it's Latin. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. Okay, I did four right. years of that. I did five years of that in high school. Okay, I got nothing to add. All right, so this is a. He's not angry a, about it. So OEC is from in high school. Let's be clear on that one. Five years in high school. Okay, I was that exhausting. Do the number. Do the math on that. Uh, but this this is from Oxford, Connecticut. Uh, yeah. This is a quad. It's a ten point two percent, and it's called Saturnalia. Yes. Yeah. Also, speaking of Romans, and yes, we're bringing it all together. Also, thank you for bringing up the average because I felt like I was doing a lot of heavy lifting this evening with you, my seventeen. You were, you were. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not going to start and with four point two percent and not not uh, balance that out a little bit. Thank so let's you. see what we got here. Thank you. Oh. And lighter than I would have anticipated for a beer of this ABV. A nice uh, dark amber color, yeah. Well, it's a Belgian quad, so yeah. Okay. But I think actually it's probably a little bit lighter on on the, on the camera there. Yeah. Uh, and with the I really like OEC. That, but... That's one of those breweries I miss being out here. I know they're very creative, and I dig the fact that they are willing to try lots of things. Yeah. And Saturnalia, of course, you know, uh, a celebration of the sun. You're meant to eat a lot of things with cheese on them, which we know is excellent. Love it. Well, I, you Got know, those I very Belgian nose. Oh, nice. I, I also have a second beer to what? Uh, bring into the party. Oh my it's very exciting. Well, I did the same thing. I had a light light beer to start, and now we're going to go a little bit heavier. This is about uh, 7.5%. Now, remember I was talking about that beer that I left at my uh, mother-in-law's fridge, the uh, right. Morgan Territory. I do recall, yeah. I remember that. That was Rocked a sad moment. Locked, bocked, and ready to rock. So I did rescue those. I have them in my fridge. But then I went out today and I found another Morgan Territory beer, which is a little older. So I want to drink it. It okay. actually says it, it, they do like Best Buy dates, which I'm oh, not good. a fan of. Uh, but it says Best Buy date is next week. So, oh. um, but it's a Bach. It's called, and I love the name, Big Bach Energy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a it's a straight like Bach or Doppelbach. Uh, nice to get and, a dick uh, joke on your can there. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, with the dick joke straight, it's questionable already. So, I don't know you what know. the color is going to be like. Oh, but like the captain, I got a, I got a nice pony glass here. Oh, look at that. Oh, I, oh, that's a good pony glass. That's the old 14 percenter. Okay, so you get a nice dark color right away. And that looks is a lot like the captain's beer. That is oh, yeah. definitely Bach colored for sure. Yeah, it's got very that similar, nice... very similar color to this one. Mm-hmm. Good oh, and 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 very light on its head production there. So maybe maybe that it is that... a little. Well, like I said, it's been in the can probably for yeah, about yeah. A, maybe. Close to a year. I also love that there's a goat on the front of it. I feel like that's Got, correct. Gotta have it. I was gonna do double. I was gonna do a double Bach and have the other Bach. Ah. But then I found the the uh, ghost town, so I figured still introduce a new brewery. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Tell from, us about that Belgian while I'm. Uh, yeah, it's uh. Well, I, I will. I'm gonna read you the exact description. It, it was on the can, but my eyes aren't good. But apparently, I think it's the same description that I can see here on the uh, Untapped. It is their in their interpretation of a Belgian Trappist style quad. It is brewed using authentic Belgian Pilsner Pale Ale Special B and Caramel. Oh it is hopped with laurel and Styrian Golding in the boil to balance out the massive malt body. Finally, the mm. beer undergoes a warm fermentation using a classic Belgian Trappist yeast strain. Uh, and this came out in December of last year. That, that was their their first initial release. Love I'm it. Proud of them. Yeah. So this how uh, is, this one's big. How is your box? I like it. So it has got nice. I think it's it's got a nice chocolatey flavor. Even though I'm getting, it's supposed to have complex flavors of toffee and dark fruit. 
that are kept in balance by toasty Munich malts. It features higher alcohol, but as a lager, it is slow fermented for smoothness. Minimal noble hops are used for clean, smooth bitterness. It's medium bodied with medium medium carbonation. Well, I'm getting the medium carbonation for sure because you can see this this head is already uh, yeah, it's it's uh, dropping pretty thin. Fast. And I thought that might have been because it's been in a can for a while, but I, they just said medium carbonation, so that's okay. what they mean. But it's a nice flavor. It does have a nice toffee flavor to it. There's a thing I find with uh, triples and quadruples sometimes that they I tend to get it almost like. For lack of a better term, uh, almost like a syrupy flavor to it. I get that. And, yeah. I mean, not yep. sweet, but it's a little, it's a little, it's a, like syrup adjacent. Yeah, we were doing that when we were in Belgium. We're getting a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow in, in Belgium, it was just so right, though. Oh, <laughs> oh I agree. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. Right. Did well, I this is ask, a beautiful beer. Did anyone <clears throat> wake up with hangovers when we were in Belgium and Germany? Because I don't recall a single one. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You may be right. Like I recall, well, we exper- we, uh, the captain and I both experienced. Uh, well, yes, gastrointestinal. Yeah, stomach, I, yeah. I, I blame the muscles for that because I have yeah. no better. They're the easiest target. Hangovers, though. Uh, I guess we just didn't have time for them. <laughs> well, and I was yeah. trying to manage them too. I mean, every day I was taking you know different pills and, and made sure I drank that glass of water every night and that kind of thing. I mean, I, I also um, felt like our, our overall amount of consumption uh, was was not over the top, generally speaking. I mean, yeah, we would we would be drinking all day, but I didn't think, you know. Well, no, no. I mean, a lot of when it, especially when it was uh, when it was all the scheduled stops, like we'll have a beer here, we'll have a beer there. But I didn't think we were just like we were just well, we, yeah. were, we weren't we, we weren't time, saying I need more, I need more, I need more. Yeah. 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 But we were having like four to five beers a day. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's that's As over the course of a day, you know. Well, yeah, uh, you know, know. we were starting at like that's eleven true. in the morning. That is true. We were, <laughs> yeah, we were drinking. At, we started drinking at like ten. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. No, besides but, the day I got sick, I don't. I don't think I, I felt too badly. You know, we got oh, yeah. we always got up and got back on the bus. To yeah, no, I, beer. I, I did not have a single hangover um, the entire trip, and I was so proud of all of us for that. Which is good, you know, because I mean, well, we, did, we I didn't have access to any other drugs, so Fair. that's usually where my hangovers <laughs> come from when I do combining. No, I, well, I I have a discussion point for the team, unless okay. you have yeah, unless yeah. you have specific thoughts. No, I, I just wanted please. to hear a little bit more about France. Uh, Let's but, talk more about but, France. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did. I did we we talked a lot about all the all the the you know the, the 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 points, but did you have any beers when you were there? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, on, on, upon arrival. On the day we got to the hotel, I uh, we had a, uh, a free drink in our welcome meeting with the tour group, and so I had a. This is the the main beer is the Cronenberg sixteen sixty four. You've seen that it. was going to be my guess, yeah. Uh, and it's a it's a it's a you know drinkable lager. Yeah, it's not great. It's not terrible. Sure, but uh, I had that. Uh, I think the next day I had a, a I had a Leffa. Oh, okay. Speaking of Belgium, which is an ABV, uh, um, AB InBev product. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was still fine. And so, but then you know, I was really, I really wasn't feeling well. Mm. Um, for about three days, <laughs> it was a bit of a drag. I missed a whole day again, like oh, I yeah. did on the, on the on the on the uh, Belgian tour. That is unfortunate. 
Uh, so I wasn't really even enjoying the wine. It wasn't until, like, we went there, we flew in on a Sunday, and it wasn't really till Thursday that I decided, okay, I can, I can enjoy alcohol again. <laughs> if so, if that gives you an idea that, so I did have like beer places planned to, out, like if we had a chance to go out later in the night, I had, I had did have beer spots to go to, and I did, I did have other beers. Um, we went to a fondue house, Ooh. which was uh, my Cheese idea. is very French. Cheese is very French. I, you know, I, I just tried to, I wanted to, you know, please everyone. And I know that um, Brick and her family, they really enjoy fondue. But I was going to go for the raclette. You know what raclette oh, yeah. is? Oh, yeah. Did we do a raclette night together yeah. one time at East Village? Were you guys part of that? I, uh... maybe, maybe the uh, Bear Wonder was. I know or clut. I do it because it's all melty cheese and you just lay it over. Yeah, they actually have like a machine. They plug in and put it on your table so you can yep. uh, scrape the cheese off onto your potatoes or your or your uh, or your meat. And uh, at that bar, I had two beers from Cime Brewing. Okay. C I M E S. Oh, okay. And that is a French brewery. I believe it is French, even though they have like that. It might be Swiss because they have that Swiss like cross on it. Right. I had one was a brown ale and one was a an amber ale, mm. and they were fine. Fine, right. just fine. That, <laughs> just that's fine. that's low praise. The brown I liked. I All like right. the brown a little more. The brown was called Abominable. So they were they were snow related, ski related. This whole place was was. Uh, supposed to look like a, a chalet, even though we were in Paris. It was actually re- recommended to me by an American. Uh, mm. uh, shout out to uh, 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 Susie, um, um, a comedian. So she was like, she gave me this whole list of places to go. And so uh, that was one of the spots we went. Oh. But I also found a nice crepe place. Like I tried to be an advanced guide, like to, to, to get the, the places that, you know, we're going to be Next cool level. to go to. Yeah. And I did pretty well. I wasn't completely happy with my thing, but we did do a food tour. Um, oh. And the food tour had wine on it too. And we ended up having lunch at this one place. It was a very old place. It kind of reminded me of Old Town a little bit. And that, and then it was built in 1900. It was like this old restaurant bar and had an upstairs bar. Uh, this is, there was a spiral staircase to walk up to get to the, to the restrooms, you know, like, uh, Really cool spot. And then as we left, we went a couple blocks over, and the guy, the guide said, I'm going to stop at, at this building here. This is where Jim Morrison lived in his last oh. year of his life. I was like, excuse me? Like, I had no idea we were going to do that. And somebody had had put a, like a, there was like a garage door, like a metal, uh, you know those like pull-down things yeah, yeah, yeah. in the storefront, and it had a, like an image of Jim on it. Oh wow! And I was like, "Oh my god, this is where Jim Morrison lived!" Like, it's, it, I was like, I was, I was really excited because I love rock history and stuff. And so uh, I said, "Do you know which apartment it was?" I think it was this one right here, the one above the garage door. And I'm like, and I just pictured Jim opening the the doors, going, "I am the Lizard King." <laughs> 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 and this guy, we were on a tour. Uh, this was separate from our regular tour this was a uh, we, we booked this separate tour and uh these people were on it uh, these these two uh this couple with their two daughters 
and the, the the father was explaining to them that he was the Ju- Justin Bieber of his day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that that's the reference yeah. they had to make. But, I was going to smack the guy. I, I said, like, "Come on, yeah, I, come on, come on, exactly." Yeah, I, I so know. They're just, I, they're just giving him a reference. Like, okay, all right. When I was there, I got to see where he was buried, but I think uh, that sounds more interesting. right. There's that, yeah, that that, that, that was something I wanted yeah. to do, but. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, there was, I, I spent, I spent some time in a couple of French gra- graveyards when I was there. Uh, but like I said, your experience sounds better than just a, like, okay, here, here's the trendy graves or whatever, but like, oh, they're here just to want, see that, all of that. It was uh, just surprising, you know, because we were on yeah. a food tour. We were getting, yeah. uh, you know, we, and we had great food, macaron and, um, mm-hmm. chocolate and, so fancy. and we had a, a clock, monsieur and, uh. We had, you know, we had falafel because we went to the Jewish sector, uh, with the Jewish quarter, and it's—I don't know if you know the—you know the movie uh, "All of Wall is a Fall," with, and it's about these hundreds of children that were taken from the school because they were Jewish, and you know, oh, right. lovely. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, based so on Louis Malle's. Isn't that like? Wasn't it like Louis Malle's personal experience? Oh. I don't know about that. Right. That was about his, movie, his childhood. I'm, yeah, I know he directed the movie, and I was wondering right. if it was. I think it was. I think. I think there was a personal connection to him with that story. That I don't know, but I know they yeah. had a big memorial there, and that was. At, and, then, and the guy's like, "Oh, this is actually the school they were taken from." I'm like, oh gosh, and then around the corner we had falafel. <laughs> well, there you <laughs> Which, go. Uh, it all fits. I'm not fits. like a falafel guy, but it was. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty excellent. Good. Uh, it was well, nice I, food I, for. I also understand that Cider Girl had some adventures and came up with a. Uh, I, I received a personalized intel here about a cocktail, a wine cocktail that she enjoyed. I, it was yes, a it's a very cocktail. popular aperitif they do there, the Kier. Yes, the white wine and creme de ca- cassis. Ca- cassis. Cassis. Thank you. Yes. It's a simple but delicious drink. Well, and uh, I, I, try, I tried it too. Yeah, it's not. It's nice. Nice little. Uh, we actually meant- went to a restaurant at the top of the uh, this other tower, the Parnassus Tower, mm. which is um, which Not is the like Eiffel a regular. One. Yeah, it's like a skyscraper, like a modern skyscraper. But they had a restaurant at the top, so you could see the whole city from the restaurant. So that was oh, kind of nice. nice. I think I saw something like that in Vienna, except uh, you had to have a reservation at the restaurant to actually see the top. Oh, rude. But we well, went luckily, pretty high it up. Part, it was part of our tour. Oh, that's that great. Was our farewell dinner was at this place. So that was a nice, uh, nice touch. Oh, not, not the holiday Inn like ours was. Yeah. That does sound like a much better farewell dinner than, oh, it, it's uh, it's the same place you go for the breakfast buffet uh, and <laughs> no one else is here. It's just at the hotel. So, yeah. Well, we were talking about that while we were on the tour because uh, we were like, oh, these farewell dinners are always so fun and exciting. I'm like, well, they're not always great. Yeah, I told, yeah. I told the cider girl. I said, "Well, remember the one at the Holiday Inn?" She's like, "What do you mean? Just it was just last year." Like, oh, it was very underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> I gotta say, it wasn't the, bad, but it was welcome, just like the welcome dinner and the farewell dinner were both questionable because we went to that weird. Like, I would say between the two, the welcome place. dinner was better because at least it had better yes. atmosphere. Yeah, Absolutely. it was a good atmosphere. Yeah. It wasn't and just a place where you had breakfast today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we 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 were stepping it up a bit. Now our so. tour, the, to be fair, our tour that was filled with beer. I mean, we were given. Oh no, yes. question. Oh yeah, no. I, I, there were plenty of good beer. things. It's just that particular aspect was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I I I did when you were talking about macaron. Uh, oh. I uh, 
I, 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 I could oh. not resist, even though I generally do not correct Cider Girl on her spelling because I know she's very sensitive about that. Yes. But, but she, uh, but I, I had to blame autocorrect for this because uh, she talked about macarons and, and the Facebook post said macaroons. And that's just a huge pet peeve of mine that people can't tell. Not, I'm not saying Cider Girl, but a lot of people sort of like want to make that the same word. Like I've seen several television shows in the last couple of years where someone's holding a macaron and say, would you like a macaroon? Like, that's not what it's called. That's a, it's a, it, you can't, it's not an alternate pronunciation. That's a totally different cookie. What, totally what, different. What, hashtag totally I don't different know cookie. the, I don't know the history of the macaroon, but it's, it's like a, but because it's like it's a like coconut, coconut thing. Coconut, yeah. It's an American it thing. It's to do with what a macaron, macaron no. is. Yeah, it, they're, but it is a legitimate cookie, as is a macaron, but they're totally separate things. Completely well, separated by one letter. And yeah, the first one was on a, a season of Fargo. Uh, we're saying, look, I brought, you, I brought you some macaroons. I'm like, no, you didn't. You brought him some poison macarons. Oh, spoiler alert, the poison. Uh, and <laughs> then, I saw, it, on then the, I saw it on again the Fargo, on The so. Great. Uh, now, with the, the, we're playing, she's playing Catherine The Great, and the whole like thing is she's just sort of tone deaf because she's bringing the troops cookies they're all dying and she's this she's the you know she's the 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 queen and she's like hey i brought you these macaroons i'm like they're macarons those are you clearly yeah yeah so that's i'm sorry that's that's, the the russians were very very good with the french at that time so they would uh they would know definitely how to pronounce right even even if they are speaking english because it's an american comedy uh but uh, I, I I feel like I want to sort of just veer again now that I've I've I'm embarrassed Let's myself veer. a little of that. I wanna I want to just say again like uh, beer wonder. How's that beer treating you? Yeah. Uh, look look we're 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 about two thirds of the way through. Okay, oh, man. Life is good, y'all. We awesome. all have like we all have the same color beer at this point. I think I know at this well, we kind of like, do. Just... Yours looks a little darker than mine in my pic in the picture oh, yeah. here. Well, today. you might have been better, just lighter lighting. Yeah. I could turn on my light a little bit and see if we can get. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling the fantasy, as I think the kids say these days. Yeah, uh, feeling the fantasy. It's it's a good time, but I, if if we're ready, I do have a discussion. Point. Say that. Oh yes, oh, no. please. Let's get that. You, you yeah, I interrupted you before, I have, so I have let's a get discussion your point, um, and I have to pull it up because it, it it involves the social medias. But here's the thing: okay. it's the social medias that like the kids are not all about these days. It's the Facebooks. Because you know the kids are, are done with Facebook, but right. um, I mean we're still on there because we don't have a lot of those kids who are into us. It seems, but uh, that's true. And while I'm looking this up, do you want to remind them of the other social medias where they can find us? Maybe the oh ones sure. I mean, basically, look yeah. anywhere where it's at the Beer Avengers. I uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if Threads is even worth your time because uh, we put a couple of posts up there, and you know, no, I mean, I, I, apparently a lot of the other people who are around us migrated, but no one's even noticed those ones. And not that I'm not that I really care that much. It's more that like. If we're putting on there and no one even like gives it a courtesy like, I don't think anyone's really paying attention to threads. But we're oh, there, yeah. uh, we're there with uh, at the Beer Avengers. That's Meta uh, Threads hype might be might be all the all the Meta places are in there, and we're also there on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Instagram is one of the Metas. Uh, yeah. But yeah, at 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 the Beer Avengers, um, and uh, yeah, actually, I'm curious. Uh, we we're, we're we've been flirting with the idea of putting in a little bit more video content. Last week there were oh, yeah. so many visuals involved in our live show i decided to put together uh a a video version of that uh it has a few little extra there's a little bonus material contained within that which i know you guys uh got to see uh is is, is it worth is, is it worth sitting through at least half the show 
uh, to find the bonus material? You get to see me with hair. More. Oh, hair. there you go. Yeah, yeah, hair in a different place. Yes. Which you sounds way more sexual to, than it is, just but it's not. Move to the 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 minute mark to catch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, because I'll they say, probably already listened to the podcast audioly. Orally, yes. I should yes. They're, it's basically the same thing. We don't have the cold open on that one. Uh, and I added a little little bonus material in the middle uh, in case you need a little 30-second break uh, in the middle of it. And so, so uh, yeah, that's on our YouTube page. I'll, I'll see if I can put it anywhere else. I think it's too long to put anywhere. I think you can put it, you can put it at the end of the show today. What do you mean? The song? Yeah, the song, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, now, now, now the pressure's on. Uh, I, I, I could give it a try. Uh, well, you don't have to play it live. I mean, you're saying, I'm saying you put that recording on. Oh, oh, you mean I could just tack it on there? Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, that's probably not going to happen because uh, you play the ukulele so well at the end of it. So, uh, oh, well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah but but that anyway so you can you can check that out i'm just i'm uh and if and if you do and i see some uh like so uh you know more people are watching it uh maybe we'll add more video content as it goes along maybe i'll figure out a way to carve up the episode and maybe throw some of it on on the tiktoks and the you guys have a password for that right oh yeah uh yes i just don't use it because i don't know what it is (laughs) but you're but you're you're attached to it right you're, 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 yeah, you're so I just went that. to look for it and it, it, it disappeared on me. I don't know why. Okay, you're the well, one we're relying on for the Tiki Takis. So, you know. Oh, my. I know. But, I, but, but, I think I did I do one in France. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't With see great talk comes great responsibility. But, mm-hmm. but so, so, uh, so we're on the socials, but was your, you had a question about the socials, I think. Well, yes, I do have a question about the socials. And let me pull it up. So I'm looking at the Facebooks for our, um, for our dear friends uh, at Other Half. And as we know, right. Other oh, Half no. has their lovely location here in Brooklyn, in the County of Kings, the, the better borough, as we're saying on the right. City Brew Tours beer cast, where I am a featured host this month, and also Globehopper was just on. But they all do also have a uh, Finger Lakes location. And they recently had to update some of their policies. So I'd like to do a dramatic reading, a reading from the book of the Other Half Brewery Finger Lakes, and get response from the beer venture community. Updated okay. policies. Please read. We're big dog lovers. Most of our team has furry friends by their sides. We wish we could bring them everywhere, but sometimes it's best to let them relax at home or enjoy the great outdoors with us. To ensure everyone's safety and comfort, we've made the decision to reserve Saturdays and Sundays as dog-free days inside our tap room due to limited indoor space. However, we still welcome dogs on our premises as long as they are leashed and enjoy the outdoor areas on that day. We want to create a safe and enjoyable environment for everyone, and our tap room can get quite busy during weekends and events. Feel free to explore the expansive acres of land we have where you and your furry companions can sip a pint together. Additionally, we love that our space is family-friendly, and we're committed to maintaining that environment. If you are bringing kids under 21, we kindly ask that they be supervised at all times. For their Mm. safety, we request that no children wander the space unattended. This includes playing yard games and ordering food from food trucks or snacks and sodas from the bar. Thank you for your cooperation. I mean, that all sounds okay. extraordinarily reasonable. Uh, in fact, I, exactly. I, 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 w- I would almost uh, be in favor of designating certain hours kid-free as well. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how that flies in the Finger Lakes, but, uh, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I, think, uh, I, think we, I think, I think if breweries are going to uh, allow dogs and kids most of the time, there should be an adult swim on occasion. 
I think I was just looking at their their tap list. Looks really cool. I mean, it's a great. They're an excellent. They got a Maybach on here. Their space looks beautiful. It looks excellent, but clearly they have like because like the Brooklyn vibe is a baby in a brewery. Like that is like that's quintessentially Brooklyn. Sure, but this isn't Brooklyn. This is the Finger Lakes. Super uh, like uh, well, Clovis is with the town here, with all the babies are in the are in the brewery. Because I think that like bringing kids and dogs to breweries needs to be an okay thing. But at the same time, I appreciate that they're adding some common sense restrictions around making sure that everyone is able to have a safe and enjoyable experience in their space. And I'm curious what led up to that because I, I, other half I think has always been a community focused brewery regard. I mean, at least in my experience with them here in Brooklyn. Um, And I'm, I'm concerned about what led them to have to make that kind of a declaration and add these additional policies. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It makes me think that our fellow beer vengers near and far are maybe not respecting our third spaces in the way that we should be with our kids and our dogs. Yeah. Yeah. My, they, well, that, that sounds so carefully crafted. It was just like, fuck you guys, we got to do something. Yeah. But we can't piss our, we can't piss our there, people yeah. off. So let's figure out the best way. And everyone on the staff has to approve this and reread it and make sure we have it phrased the way that will piss off the least amount of people. And I'm wondering, well, since you're looking at it, this thing on Instagram, is it Instagram the, the, that it's on? It, it's, the, it's the Facebooks. It's the old oh, people's social media. Okay, yeah. so this is my question, is what are the comments like? Uh, v- wildly supportive. Oh. Okay, great. Oh, so, great. yeah, so I think, I like, think they did it the right Wildly supportive. Way. Yeah, there's 17 different comments. They've got over uh, 200 likes on it. Uh, my favorite one said, as a parent and a dog owner who loves other half, it annoys me to no end that inconsiderate folks have made you make these common sense rules feels like everything you said here is what people should just be doing anyways that's what we do with our kids and dogs keep doing what you do other half we love your spot so it's pretty clear that there is a lot of like love and attention that is being given to this including people who are saying like so glad we brought charlie in today we totally understand dog emoji so people get it but it 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 makes me want to send a little message out to the beer avengers sphere because you know our massive reach most of it apparently in California is just needs well. To be it's, it's 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 it, yes. Oh, oh, we can talk about that too. But yeah, I want I, I, right. I okay. And, what, keep and, talking about and this. Also, I'm going to talk about what you're referring to right now. Right. But also the aliens, because I'm still convinced that parts unknown, you're out there. Yeah, the, the aliens are very good at disguising themselves at this point because uh, we don't have any unidentified people anymore. But uh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Aliens come back. But I just want to remind everyone that, like, yes, we want your kids. <laughs> we want your dogs there. Like, this is, these are meant to be community spaces. They're meant to be – breweries are good at doing that. But let's just make sure that we're making sure everyone is having a good time, including your furry friends and your tiny humans. Well, my, my point of view is like, I see kids or dogs in the, in the brewery. I mean, I don't care. I know. As long as they're of, like, a no. lot of like haze bros get upset about it. But I know. It's like, if you're not bothering me, mm-hmm. if your dog's not barking or biting me, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, do we're having our own thing. I'm not going to change my behavior yeah, because exactly. there's children in the room. I'm going to, I'm going to yell out F bombs. I want to pet the Loudly. dogs. I don't know if I'm going to yell them out, and they're not really bums either. But you know, they're words. <laughs> I, I I always thought I I know I know you think I I get I get on you too much about this, Huck. But because uh, because I you're say effing whenever you want to. Uh, but I also Did think I say f bombs again. You said f bomb. Yeah, I just I feel like I feel like using that term makes the word fuck sound more violent than it. But if I said is. fuck bombs, it's it's not the same. 
that's, no, that's no you're right. You know, you know, you're right. But I, but I feel like I, I'll say fuck whenever I'll yell out fuck whenever I want to. I'll yell out fuck whenever I want. Yeah. There you go. There you go. If we're if we're in a. We used to do it in Brooklyn or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. In, in no, I, it's, I'm like. It's you're the one that brought your kids to an adult space. That's your problem. I, well, I, I understand there are times when you want to say effing or or frick, frick freaking, and it's very appropriate. But I feel like I, I, I've always felt that the term f bomb applies v- too much violence to a word that doesn't deserve it. That's just my own. That's my own baggage or whatever. But I think it's valid. You're fine. All right. Thank you. This was a very nice civilized discussion about that. This was a good, good podcast today. Very, it was a very arty. Yeah, very, I was going to say. Uh, 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 I feel like we've been, we were really entering the like intellectual educational podcast. We should really cross promote in both in both sectors. By the way, I, I, I know this is kind of bearing the lead, but did you guys know that we reached uh, three thousand downloads this week? Bless it. That- that's yeah. all three, all three thousand for, for, for the, the whole, yes for the for for the entire run of the of the show we uh we have now passed three thousand downloads, uh, and we were talking about how actually uh, and Huck I want to thank you so much for for telling all all the Californians about us because now like barely edging out for this month, California is ahead of New York. Rude. New York's do better. Uh, and we are tied, but here's that's, but I'm all, that's not necessarily surprising with all that's the California beards. Downloads an episode. It's pretty good. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, and, uh, and so we have, we've caught up, uh, with, with that. And so I'm not surprised with all the California beers, but here's what does surprise me. New York right now is tied with Texas. And I really want to so reach out to our Texas hmm. listeners. Thank you. Uh, I don't know where you're finding us. Uh, no, I mean, don't, don't, also, don't think that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, yes. Like, I'm sorry. We talk about this a if lot. There's, every if there's every, anything we can do to help, every red state has pockets of people who need us. Pockets. I know, but yeah, I just I just feel forty percent. Yeah, that, feel yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just want them to know that they are loved. They are valid. They can get whatever abortion they want. Yes, but California's number one. New York and Texas. This is just whatever this month. style abortion you're into. <laughs> get it. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, uh, whether it's a hazy abortion, whether it's a imperially yeah, aged, aged abortion, a steam abortion that's, steam. that one's go, that one's about to go out of style. Whether it's All a seventeen percent Danish gonna... abortion, whatever you need. Exactly. You know. <laughs> what a way to end the show. Uh, but uh, also, fantastic just, hanging just, out with you guys. I want to. I want to just let you yell tell the other ones here: uh, Ohio, Florida, Massachusetts, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Georgia, Kansas, New Jersey. And and this this is I have to mention because it's happening like almost every month. So whoever out there is listening to us in Belgium and Germany, we we keep talking about how our trip to Belgium and Germany. Uh, it's it's like it's like one person in Germany and two people in actually, or this might be one person who's. So we have we have we have something in Belgium and Germany almost every I'm, month. So we're really grateful for you for listening to us, and we thank I'm you. I'm going to believe you. that that is our dear friend and former uh, tour host Cat because I do follow yeah, but, her. On the is she, is, yeah, but is she is she working there a lot? Because she's also in Austria I've, most of the time, and I haven't seen I Austria once. I've seen her bouncing around in Germany and Belgium recently. All right, well, hi, Cat. Thanks for so, shout out to Cat, not yeah. Cider Cat. No. Yes. What, what was the name we gave her? Cat. And, and, and I, now I feel like saying, and if it is you, we know that place that holiday and farewell dinner wasn't your decision. Well, uh, yeah, we know that was a bad. We don't blame I, you I, I gave it negative marks on the app for the record. Okay. That, All right. But, but, but you were wonderful. Community. And, uh, and thank we you for listening to us. We did meet a few people us. along the way because we wore the shirts a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and people especially would ask the dads about it. <laughs> That's true. Yes, and the dads we did were tell people about it. And if you several if you, places along the way, yeah. If you are there, you should email us at or at our email address, which is thebeervengers at gmail.com. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Send us an email. Let us know you're listening out there in the Europe. Well, this is another uh, 75 minutes that just flew by. I yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. Too at, much at fun. Seven, too much at fun. 17%, I'm feeling every second of it. Uh, well, yeah. Well, th- thank, thank, thank you for going there. And, uh, and thank all of you, all your beer, all the beer vendors from all those places. Uh, and if you're adjacent to other places that we want to be shouting out in the future, tell them and your friends. And uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any more to that. Thanks, everyone. Uh, great episode. And uh, Huck, play us out. Please we'll see you. you next time. See you next time. Come back anytime. With a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. With a beer, Avengers. Oh, fuck yeah, my dude.